Why have we dressed the same? I've just seen that. Like, we are, like, in some sort of boy band that we've gone for the same colour, but not quite the same. So I'm more the sporty type. You're the sporty type. I'm the um, I'm, I'm the bookish one. That's why yeah. I've got that. <laughs> That's true, yeah, yeah. But really, underneath it, you're a massive heroin addict. Yeah. And I'm I'm the bookish one, really. But they've kind of twisted it up. Because you read, like, fitness books, and I just yeah. read the packaging on the back of medication. <laughs> and yeah. even then, I'm reading it like that. What's that say? Hi guys, welcome to this week's What Have. Hope you've been well over the last 14 days. Have you been, guys? I've had a bit of a fucking mare, if I'm honest, mate. <laughs> go on. I was supposed to move house on Monday. Yeah. So the, the whole house is boxed up, ready to go. Removal men are booked. All good. So for the weekend, like Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, well, Friday evening, Saturday and Sunday, the plan was basically just stay out the house. Yeah. Because it's just a fucking horror show for the kids. Stay out the house. We'll eat out. It's a bit expensive, but I've got nothing else. I can't do anything. It's all boxed up. And then uh, Friday, late afternoon, get a phone call from the solicitor saying, oh, yeah, the people you're buying off, they've had some problem or whatever with the house that they're buying. So, yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's not happening. I was like, right, so when's right. it happening? And he was like, well, I I'll be honest with you, I don't know. Um, solicitors, other solicitors were mentioned. Um, Tim Pot waste of space was a term that was used. Is that their name? Um, That's a terrible uh, name for a solicitor. May, may as well be. Um, and so to this minute, I still don't know when I'm, when I'm moving in. So I've got like Gemma's away this weekend. I've got both girls on my own, uh, wow. full of a box full uh, a box full of houses, um, a house full of boxes. So it's an absolute horror show, mate. But I'd like to start off by reading this. You know what's funny? Sometimes in life, when life gives you shit, it just kind of and and you feel like pissed right off. It just gives you something nice to counteract it, mm -hmm. and it's almost like that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's We're, so you won't go off on a mass murder. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah. Can you just give me the nice stuff? But at least you gave me the nice stuff. So I don't get fan mail, obviously. Why would I? But I got two pieces of fan mail. Honestly, this list landed. These two emails landed within about an hour of each other. Um, on that evening, on Friday evening, when I was really losing my shit. Yeah. So I was like, that's amazing. Obviously, right now I'd gone out, and so this arrived. Right, This is from a guy called Lance. I'll read this one to you, Rich. His spelling's not great, but it's still beautiful. Mm-hmm. Lol Gareth, that's the opening gambit. Lol Gareth with a skin-tight T-shirt showing off his pecs and guns. Don't boys like you grow out of that, aged about 21. Such nauseating vanity reveals an ugliness to the character. Please get your brother from another mother on, Gary Lineker. Another nauseating narcissist. Funny thing, spelt wrong, is Gareth. I don't think you're such an ass as you behave with your Twitter narcissism, etc. I think you fell into a trap within the metaverse. I think you're more of a man deep down than this looking in the mirror and counting your four pound symbols. It's about right, actually, four quid. Uh, <laughs> narcissism. I think that's a trap you fell into in your internet life, which is what you are, an internet trapped bod. Something, spelt wrong, really sad about a 42-year-old man. I'm 40. <laughs> Still so in love with his own body. Hashtag nauseatingly shallow. It's like he's not stopped for a fucking full stop or a comma yet. It's like you're you can't trapped. find it on the keyboard. 
It's like you're trapped at age 19. So I've been 21, 42, and 19 so far. <laughs> Good luck with that, Tarquin. Thou protest too much. It's called, project, it's called projection, Gaz. That's what you, it's called. You can't even sacrifice your self-love narcissism to try and convince the audience you're not all about self. How dumb and easily led people are today. So that was nice. So that made me feel better. They went out their way to do that. I hope they have a lovely evening. They did. And I, I said to Gemma, I was like, I needed that. I needed that. <laughs> and then I got another one. I was like, do you know what? Someone's looking out for me today. So this is from Sean. It'd be the same person, but go on. Yeah. Very, very short, this guy. How can you tell over the internet? Well, he's used the word flay, which is interesting. I tend to hear that word. Um, shut the fuck up, you child molesting controlled opposition. I'll have a fucking field day with you, Gareth. I will flay every inch of your skin and cook it up like bacon. It's the same person. Someone's having a narcissistic meltdown. It'd be the same email you can go from, obviously. That's showing there. Why has he called me a child molester? Why has he used the word flay? See, flay I enjoyed. I was like, that's a word you don't hear very often. Fair play for that. Like, well done. That's called yeah. narcissistic rage, Gaz. That's but what that is. But it's um yeah it's an interesting one. It'll be the so same they're... person. It'll be the same person. They're um obviously deeply unhappy and deeply disturbed. But shout out to Tarquin. Cheers, Sean and Lance. Appreciate that, mate. Needed that. Oh, they called you Tarquin. Sorry, they I called me was... Tarquin. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. I can't argue dressed like this, can I? You can do what you want. You can do what you want nowadays. Yeah, well that's that's some nice fan mail though. Yeah. This should get some. So, yeah. You know, you've made it, innit? <laughs> I, I can't uh, wait till I find a dead horse in the sky. Can't wait. Oh, you, a live horse would be worse. A live horse head yeah. would be worse. It'd be yeah. the same person, Gaz. That would be the same person. That'd be someone who's probably been trolling you for years. Years. Thank God oh. you can check email addresses and track them back, though, for IP addresses. It's amazing what you can do these days. <laughs> How boring. Imagine tracking me for years. You sad bastard. Well, oh. I'm here. Yeah. Oh. All right, well, there you go. Yeah, so you had a nice Friday then. It was great. I needed that. Big time. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, yeah. We all, we get them. I've had a few as well, so not quite not quite that elegantly put. To You've be not fair. been flayed up like bacon then? Not yet. No, no. I got a wicked sunburn when I was 10 at Butlin, so. Yeah, yeah. I had a wicked sunburn in Thailand on our honeymoon, and honestly, I, I, I looked like a flapjack. I did. <laughs> I just, like, my whole back peeled off. It was horrendous. Oh, that was bad. We had the same, me and your brother had the same. We were in New Zealand. We got got some bad ones there. It's been a hell of a week, though. There's been some good ones, some good what-afs, some yeah, bad what-afs. Take it away, Rich. We've not introduced the show yet. Welcome to What-Af. I'm Gareth. That's Rich. Go for it, Rich. What's the first one? There you go. No, <laughs> The first one is, actually, let me, yeah, let's do one here, because I think there's one on yours, which is incredible, but it's your Twitter, and I think you would probably have it. Um... That's should right, should, should I do a hint? Mate. I want to see what your reaction is if you can figure out which one this is. Um, first serve. Let's have a look. Um, creepy moment, man dressed in women's lingerie. Ring a bell? No. <laughs> really? Okay. That's just a fucking Tuesday for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just Saturday morning after I had the meltdown, after all the, the influx of nice, nice fan mail. Australian 22, uh, 2022. Australia 2022. Probably balls that up. Creepy moment, man dressed in women's lingerie plays Lego with kids at museum event. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, man, that wasn't on my list. How's that not on my list? But, yeah, that's mental. It is incredible. I mean, but organisers defend his right to 
um, attend despite fury and disgust. That's not the children's names, by the way. I'd be surprised today. So this guy has turned up literally with his meat and two veg hanging out the side of... Well, it's not literally, it's almost hanging out the side of what are suspenders over a dress. And they said it's fancy dress. What are you fancying? There's no one else dressed up there. It was fancy in the, the fucking... What were the names of the kids again? Uh, Fury and Disgust. Fury and Disgust, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the kind of name the Kardashians would give a kid. Yeah, it? absolutely. This is Fury, yeah. this is Disgust. <laughs> this is Rain. Yeah, this is Rain. This is Apple. Fucking hell. Apple. Um, yeah, so Australia's oldest museum has defended allowing a man dressed in women's fetish gear playing with Lego... Uh, to play with Lego at a children's nighttime event. He didn't bring his own Lego. Not weird. After pictures of him outraged parents across Australia. Horrified parents complained to security staff and even event organisers about the disturbing scenes at a popular weekly event at the Australian Museum in Sydney. The man is pictured in a midriff top. See, little little crop top there. His little... it's, got, it's got a little belly button out. He's got, got a, a little fluff in it, blue fluff. <laughs> a little bit of belly button cheese there. Ooh. And mini skirt outfit association, uh, sorry, accessorized, he accessorized it with fishnet stockings and a suspender belt. He's got into the shop and gone, I've got, excuse I've got a day out. I mean, I'm going to this event, to the cashier, and I'm just, this, I just want to accessorize this. That's your cock and ball, sir. Madam, to you. But, exactly. Yeah, madam to you. But we'll let that go because uh, you've got, you get paid minimum wage. How do we accessorise this round here? Well, where is it you're going, sir? Well, there's a little sort of reading going on at the museum. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. Hell hath no fury. <laughs> or disgust. Yeah. Yeah. The it, it's, 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 it's accessory. So, like, he's, he's a hoover away from being Freddie Mercury. <laughs> it's not, it's so not far off. Do you see the picture? I'll get the picture flashed up on the screen. Flashed up is probably the right term. Um... The man's scantily clad outfit appears to be inspired by cross-dressing Lothario Frankenfurter, which I'm assuming is... Is that from... What's that from? That's from a, a, a musical, isn't it? I can't remember what it's called. The lead character originally... Oh, there you go. The lead character originally played by Tim Curry in the 1970s cult musical, The Rocky Horror Rocky Picture, Horror Picture Show. That's so that's what? it. I'm going to go to... Imagine you, guys going to a kid's... going. I'm oh, just going to take the kids out for a, the museum at the weekend. We've got a little, little reading here. They're going to read some um, Peppa Pig. What are you dressing up as, Gaz? Um, Frankfurter. Fra Frankfurters are the thin ones as well, aren't they? I'm going as Chipolata. Yeah. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Where are you going to tuck it? There's not much places to tuck it. Um, Me too, mate. If you'd have come, people will think it's a belly button anyway. <laughs> it's an outie. Look, this is not an innie. Um So what? What was great was their um, the museum's response. So. Their response was... Um, duh, 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 duh. The Australian Museum has defended the attendee complained about, claiming the individual was in fancy dress. Do you know what it is? I think it's that the museum was actually fucking horrified, but <laughs> shit themselves about calling it out because they know that they're going to get absolutely But you would have gone, he's mentally ill. Yeah, he's George W. Bonkers in one. Yeah, yeah I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, well, I wouldn't worry about it. But if me and you dressed up as a policeman, like, and just got around the streets and just went, started arresting people for a laugh, could we just go, it's a fancy dress? Fancy dress, mate. Yeah, that's a crime. You're a crime. 
It is, yeah. There's that that whole kind of dressing up as a as a woman around kids seems to be a thing now, doesn't it? It's quite odd. And I am very much like you do you, hun. But there are times and places where actually, come on, mate. Well, at a child's event, whilst they're reading children's literature and playing Lego, is not the time to be wearing fancy dress. No. I'm sorry, it's not. Let's, it's, it's not. It's, that's it, it, absurd, ridiculous, and frankly horrific. It should not be happening in this planet. We we've lost I it. Know. No, I'm the same. If I walked into a pub, if me and you were out in a pub, say it's ten o'clock at night, we're having a few beers, <coughs> and, you, and I looked and went, "There's a fella in a, in a lingerie. Hmm. Do you want some peanuts? I'm getting peckish." Like, that would be, behind that would be my attitude, like because I don't care. Yeah. But you're in a museum with kids. Come on, mate. Yeah. It's wind it's... it in. Wind <laughs> it in, son. They'll tuck it in at least. Is um, yeah. Well, this is what's happening in the world, guys. I mean that is just one of many. One of, have you have you followed the libtard thing? Libtard things on Twitter is so funny. Mate, it... I've got I've got one which Go was on. from them, which was crazy because I was my next one, my first one really was Ricky Gervais because he's just no fucks are given, are they? Have you seen? I haven't, so that'd be good Mate, to catch up on that. What clips clips from that Netflix special. Like, what's funny is all the right people are going mental and having a go, but the point is, all he's doing is lines that these. Um, crazy trans activists, most of which aren't even trans anyway, they're just activists. Um, the words that they say, he's just using them in the thing and they're yeah. getting offended. Of their own going, oh, verbiage. Mate, outrageous. It's like, but mate, this is the shit that you come out with. <laughs> but uh, was it the um, the um, the one from the Utah school? The was teacher? Is that the one you were going to talk to? Of the libs of, well, this is from libs of TikTok, right, which is Probably, on Twitter. Yeah. So people send to them, obviously, stuff that's being taught in schools a lot. And it's fucking horrific. It's just like, I don't want my kids going anywhere near school. It's, it's just, oh, my God. Um, particularly among these ages. So this is from, uh, they've got a screenshot from Utah Parents United. So I'm assuming this is parents that are kicking off because they've found out what their kids are being taught, right? So they're being taught this, my body is growing, a guide for children aged four to eight. Okay, I don't know how much your body's changing between four and eight. If I'm honest, it's just getting slightly bigger, but it's the same. Uh, no one at seven, no one at seven's getting boobs and air and shit. So you're not changing. It's just you're getting bigger. That's it. You're you're you, but if I just went and blew you up ever so slightly in MS Paint, it would be you. It's still you. Boobs and air and That's shit. It. That's it. <laughs> yeah. They're not. We're not hitting puberty. Where actually, okay, right? Maybe might, someone might ha have to have a conversation with the child about what they're going through. Yeah. Personally, I think that's the fucking parents' job. But of course, there you it go. is. Absolutely, should not be a teacher's job. That's crossing anyway. all sorts of boundaries. So this is the what they, their post is. Is last week my two little uh, grade school um, nieces were reading this Salt Lake School District school book to their grandmother. It encourages them to explore their sexuality. Oh. Four to eight. Put things up their rectums and embraces sex with children. They are encouraged not to tell their parents. Can't think why. Pictures and text from the book reposted in the comments below. Please share. Right. So this is the screenshot. I can. I put it on my Twitter, so you'd be able to share this, Rich. Yeah. Right. So. So this is a story within it, and it's got um, a girl on top of a boy, and there's a teddy in the bed. So which would define. I guess they're only young, right? So. What's going on? Mark. Marco is a great guy, Toby thinks. When he grows up, he wants to drive as nice a motor scooter as Marco. Secretly, he imagines himself racing around with Serafina riding on the back. 
Sabrina and Marco kiss often, all the time, thinks Toby, and they also sleep together. Sabrina told Toby so. They snuggle together for a long time. They kiss each other all over their bodies, behind their ears, on the neck, on the chest, and on the stomach, even on the bum. (laughs) I never kissed a bum. Not that I'm aware of. Four to eight years old. Um, Sabrina's vagina becomes moist and warm, and Marco's penis very stiff. Marco then pushes his penis into Sabrina's vagina, always in and out. This feels great for both of them. When the feeling is nicest, Marco's penis sprays semen into Sabrina's vagina. <laughs> That's how you get babies, Toby says. You guessed it, little brother, Sabrina said, and t- tussled, ruffled, I guess, Toby's hair. So that's being taught that four to eight-year-olds are reading that. Oh, my God. I mean, I couldn't even... I was reading Amen. Whoop. It's mad, isn't it? What's funny though is we'll probably we'll probably get a fucking nonce strike on Spotify for even reading that. <laughs> Did they do that? Yeah, they're teaching that. They're even teaching that to kids, and you're like, that is that's not even a funny what I thought. That's like beyond the fucking twilight oh, it's zone. Just what? how far have we gone? I don't say we. Is, though, it's not me and you, is it? These no, this this, this cult, but allowing that and not calling people, that out. People have allowed it because they're frightened of backlash. Fuck backlash. But how can if you have backlash out, at that? If I found out my kids were being taught that, honestly, I'm not a violent mad. I reckon I'd be, I reckon I'd go full Glaswegian. Yeah, I would. I'd go down there in a fucking mini skirt and some stockings and kick right off. It would be really, absolutely disgusting. Beyond the pale that we'd even have to even think about talking about this. It's, it's mental, just, isn't it? It's more than mental. It's, it's normalising child abuse. There's no other way of looking at it. That's exactly yeah. what it's doing. It's utterly disgusting, and whoever wrote that, whoever came out with that, needs to be held accountable for that book. That's a crime. Well, it it, it crime. would be almost certainly fucking lobbying from fucking activists of one way or, or of one description or another. Because but someone sat they, down, Gaz, and drew those fucking pictures. Yeah, they did, yeah. Not by hand. Yeah, they did. Be. But, you know what I mean? No, someone they look, made they the look, book. They, they look hand-drawn, if I'm honest. They do look hand-drawn. Yeah, it's someone mad, made it? it. Someone thought, this is a job. You'd go, if that's the way I've got to feed my kids, I'll find another job. You wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't do they, it. You can get a job down Amazon. Fuck, I'm working for Amazon. I'm just going to sexualise kids. <laughs> All right. We do that at Amazon as well. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's just, I don't know what to say, guys, to be honest. There's no words for it. There really isn't. No. There are no words for it. Is, is monkeypox a word? It's two words, is it? What's that? I tried to, I tried to, I tried to segue there. What is that about? <laughs> Chimpanzee on a segue, monkey on a segue. Monkey, monkey pox. Um, I haven't got anything got... about the monkey. Oh, I have, I have got one about monkey pox. Have you got a monkey pox one? No, I've just written monkey pox. Okay. What's up, isn't it? So monkey pox being spread at raves is now a leading theory. At raves, Gaz. So you wake Why up raves? the next morning in a field and you think, God, I feel rubbish. It must be the monkey pox. Not like the 16 ecstasy tablets you took last night. How old are the people that come up with this shit? Like, <laughs> they've got to be... Say it's a rave. I don't think they do raves anymore, Dad. What? Timothy Walker wrote it, so Timothy sounds like... He's used his full name, not Tim. Timmy. Tom. He's Timothy, so he probably is a bit middle-class. Maybe in his they have 50s. Dirty raves with sexual things and that. Monkey pox. Really? You should go to Utah in school, mate. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? Um, the possibility that monkeypox virus has been spread at raves in Europe is now a leading theory. A former World Health Organization chief, they always pop up, don't they? A former one, like former Miss Britain, 
has reportedly said it comes... <laughs> reportedly said. What does that even mean? Possibly said, probably didn't. Are you making Someone it up? Someone said it. I just I feel it. it. <laughs> I overheard it in a pub toilet. What does reportedly said mean? Didn't happen then, did it? There's no journalism going there. You've just gone, could have happened. It's a possibility. Actually... There's actually, that's so right, Rich. There's actually no grey area then. Either said it or I didn't say it. Yeah. So did it say it or not? Yeah. So it reportedly said it. Does that mean it did say it or it didn't say it? It said it. It's this middle ground, isn't it? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> that's, but this is the grey area we're swimming in now. Everything is a bit like you can't grab hold of anything. That's the whole point. It's like moving language around and changing all of this shit. They're like teaching the kids that stuff. It's like all the blurred areas of life have just gone... Ugh. because you can't agree on anything it's like the tower of babylon but psychology psychologically so reportedly said doesn't mean anything so didn't happen then did happen didn't happen good of no. it comes as confirmed so he reportedly said it comes as confirmed monkey monkey oh, sorry he reportedly said it's a leading theory so it comes as confirmed monkey cases in the uk have reached more than 57 so we've got 57 apparently here, or more than, which again is vague. So it's... There's the... I, I, I was expecting 33, if I'm honest. Or more than, or less than, or exactly. So the figure... Yeah, how, how many confirmed cases is it? Reportedly. Reportedly. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Could you give us a definite answer? I would rather not just box myself into doing decisions about things. I would rather just vaguely waft around the possibility of being here. Or am I? Fucking turn up to life. The figure released by the UK Health Agency was an increase from the previous confirmed 20 cases. Well, at least they can do maths. Trans transmission between people in the, in the, is occurring in the UK with a large proportion of cases identified in the gay, bisexual and Sorry, in the gay, bisexual and men who have sex with other men community. <laughs> There's a mouthful. So gay then. <laughs> Hang on. Don't, gay box, then. don't box yourself in, Mr. Mr. Gareth Ike. If that's, that is your name, reportedly. The proposition... So that is gay though, isn't it? I don't know, Gareth. I don't know the rules about anything anymore. I'm lost. I'm just impressed that we've worn the same colour. Top. With a large proportion of cases identified in the gay bisexual and men who have sex with other men community right so Wait a minute. Uh, unpack vegetarians that. people that don't eat meat or um, do eat meat <laughs> each other's just meat just listen to the same things I don't know Gareth I can't explain that sentence to you because I can't understand it I don't think I'm supposed to understand it with a large proportion of cases identified in the gay bisexual and men who have sex with other men community but bisexual means you could have both. No? Men, men that have sex with men are either bisexual, because they have sex with women as well, or yeah. they're gay. So they've already listed those two. So I don't understand. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Unless, unless you're suggesting, I've got a wife, I have sex with a couple of lads at work, but I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm not bisexual. I just, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't, don't pigeonhole me. You are. Literally. You can pigeonhole me because I've had my eye on you for a long time. It's just, language doesn't mean anything anymore, does <laughs> it? It doesn't, Gaz. I don't know how to communicate with people anymore. And I think that's the point. Just stay in your house and go into the metaverse. The new theory about the spread of the disease came from Professor David Hyman. 
Fuck off. Not even making it up. It says Heyman. H-E-Y-M-A-N-N. I'm going with Hyman. The World Health Organization's former assistant director general for health security and environment. In an interview with the Associated Press, he is reported to have said a leading theory to explain the spread of the disease was sexually transmitted at raves in Europe. Raves in Europe, Gad, Gaz. Do we still have these things? Well, actually, I, I, I read an article, well, in Eastern Europe, I bet they still do. It's a time warp, isn't it? But I am um, still wearing tops without sleeves. <laughs> right. yeah. um, I saw an article in Off Guardian where they were talking about how the NHS had changed their website description of monkeypox. Yeah. Um, obviously. So the previous one, which I think I'm assuming they got off that web archive thing where it shows you know what it used to be, describes monkeypox as basically nothing. Don't worry about it. If you get it, you can't really spread it and um, you don't really need any therapeutics or any medication. It will just go on its own. In very, very rare cases, you might get this blistering Blister. and whatever, you know, whatever. But yeah, don't worry about it. Anyway, see you later. And now, obviously, all the images they show with these horrific blisters and all this shit obviously scare the like shit the out of people. elephant man, yeah. They've taken all the stuff off the uh, NHS website about it being mild and irrelevant. And they've taken all the stuff off about the fact that you can't really pass it on or catch it. It's very rare that it's transmissible. Taking all that off, obviously. Um, and they've added in um, a, a, a part where you would need certain medication and taken out the bit where it says, don't worry about it, it'll go away on its own. <laughs> Changing the rules, basically. I mean? well, it's like yeah, you started so playing football the and then halfway through they tossed in a, a rugby ball, a, a basketball and a javelin. And you've gone... But that's what they do. They changed yeah. the definition of a coronavirus being the common cold, didn't they? They changed all that stuff. Um, and they also, you know, when it comes to this whole sort of, you know, avenue cock and nuts cut off, they... <laughs> gender dysphoria up to about two years ago was listed on the NHS website as a mental condition, a mental illness. Yeah. It's not anymore. Taking it off. Literally yeah. taking it off. <laughs> oh, mate, so it's, it's, it's almost rules. like, like, yeah, we just... Well, what fits the narrative? That... <clears throat> That doesn't fit the narrative. Right, well, can you get one of the fucking IT guys to take it off then, please? Thanks. Who do That's you it. want? Get Karen. He's, he's, he'll be off his break in a minute. <laughs> get him to do it. How do you know he'll do it? I just kind of explained in the... Just do it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. There's it no is. boundaries about anything. That everything is, that ever was. If you've got no structure of how to even function, everything just becomes the and too hard. And I don't understand. And that's where we're at. So monkeypox yep. rave um, are being spread at rave now between the bisexual gay men on men community. I think they were just kind of afraid of saying women. I think they didn't what want to put women. A community is that? Do they? They have their own schools, their own corner shop. They do have a corner shop. Absolutely, I mean? have a corner shop. Yeah, and you only can go in through the back door of that corner shop. It makes me laugh that they they have all these communities like everyone that identifies as one of those things is exactly the same as every other person that identifies as those things like there's a we're all we're all the same we are are you yeah are you yeah or are you just individuals that's, that's like putting all that we've got to put all the grass cutters in one community like like yeah all the all the grass he's got cutters. a law he's got a, he's got a lawnmower he can come yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous you got any more so that's that's the monkey box one i had thought we'd cover that liverpool Liverpool losing the championship made me laugh because they lost the championship on the final day, right? So they were at this Premier League football, right? So they were a point behind Man City going into the final day of the season. Okay. And Man City went 2-0 down very early on against Aston Villa. And Liverpool were obviously going to win the league. 
and it all fell uh, in the space of about five minutes. Man City scored three goals, so they won 3-2, right? And um, Liverpool were winning, so it was they were still one behind City at that point, right? Then, in the last minute of the game, Liverpool are playing against Wolverhampton Wanderers. The Wolves fans started sneaking some intel through to the Liverpool fans about the fact that Aston Villa had equalised in the last minute against Man City, meaning Man City would draw, Liverpool win, Liverpool win the league, right? right. Suddenly, the Liverpool stadium erupts, right? Yeah! We've done it! Yeah! It's all a joke, right? <laughs> they, they basically... They, they so spread they bought... a conspiracy theory. They, they spread a theory around. and um, But it was a conspiracy, so... yeah. So someone put this uh, online that the Wolves fans had done this, right? And I laughed, right? Because it's banter. It's funny. Right? It is funny. It's clever. And someone commented on it going, um, call, calling me whatever, calling me saying unfollowed. I think they called me a cunt. Um, <laughs> they're obviously a Liverpool fan. And I'm thinking to myself, right, okay. So Liverpool are going to win three out of four possible trophies they could win. They've already won the League Cup. They've already won the FA Cup. They lost the league table by a point. And they're going to almost certainly win the European Cup, which is probably the biggest trophy in the world, right? You won three out of four, right? I'm a Derby County fan, right? We've just got relegated. We had 21 points deducted. We're now in the third tier of English football. We nearly went bankrupt and out of business. So I had to lay everyone off, right? We've just been bought out by this American guy that, by the look of it, has has got about £4.50 in the bank, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was thinking... Right, you're getting pissed off at me, a Derby fan. You know, come on, mate. You're doing all right, Liverpool. You're doing all right. And if you can't take it on the chin and laugh, because I'd have laughed at that. I like the fact that he told you, like, like told you, he said, unfollowed, you can't. It's like that guy at the party going, I'm leaving, see you later. And you didn't even know he was there. Like, I didn't. But it's like, all right, see you later. Um, I just think you've got to, it's, it's a game of football. You've got to be able to laugh. It's a you game. have to, you yeah. know. Like, if it was me, I'd be going. Fair play, you got us. Yeah, but I understand like, being sh- that much into sh- it when you're a kid, and when you're in your teens, and it kind of is your life. And I get that. But when you get become a grown man, come on, you I can know, enjoy yeah. it. It's like me getting upset at the wrestling. Enjoy a bit of it's, wrestling, but it's like I think... it's a, a game. Exactly, and also, like I say, you, you're going to win three out of four trophies. That's insane. Like you've you've won the treble. You're all right, mate. You're all right. Like I thought. But I, I like the, the fact that you said, "Guys, you," like they think they've won it. Well, yeah. They think are... you've won it. No, you didn't do anything. You sat on your ass drinking. Fans, fans are invested, though, aren't they? But I think I told you the story before, where Derby were top of the league. This is to go into the Premier League. So they were top of the league and they sort of capitulated towards the end and they were sat in sixth place, which would qualify them for the playoffs. Like, yeah. So they could get half a chance to get up through the playoffs, whatever. But apart from that, the season had just fallen on its arse, right? And on the last game of the season, we just needed a draw. At home, we just needed a draw against Reading. Reading a crap. Reading a like, just managed to stay up. Really shit. And so we went 1-0 down after about 20 seconds, right? <laughs> And then Darren Bent missed a penalty. And then they scored another two goals. Right, We're 3-0 down. Right, So we're going to finish seventh, not even make the playoffs, despite having been top of the league like two months before. So, so I'm sat there laughing. right? Because it's funny. Because it's just fucking stupid. Yeah. And I remember this guy like proper going at me from behind. Fucking hell. Fuck, it's not fucking funny. It really is, mate. Yeah. It's really funny. And I get to decide what I find funny. 
Exactly. You anyway. know, I'm not I'm not stood at the side of the road like looking at someone hanging half dead out of a car going. <laughs> it is a game of football. Yeah. And so, so me and the lads that I was with, we went up to Matlock that evening. We got smashed up. I remember a mate Albino vomiting over the bridge into the River Derwent. It was just funny. We just laughed because it's a game, mate. Yeah. It's a game. And, you know, I understand getting invested in it because you do. You know, it's the but... team you support is tribal. But... To react that way to to a Derby fan, like come on, mate. But so say let's flip that on its head then, um, or use that as a, as an example. So you these people are going to get so invested and really upset and call you all these names because of a football game, but not say anything about children being subjected to books about them having about intercourse at school, not being being subjected to a guy turning up with suspenders on and a skirt to teach them. Um, well, to play <laughs> Lego with them, that's not offensive to them. Football, oh, how dare you! Look what's going on over here. That's that's where we're at. It, 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 yeah. That disturbs me more than anything. That grown adults, men and women, who can get really upset about football, and I understand on some level, but but it, but to to do that and then not get upset about this, that needs to change massively. Oh, completely. Well, Scotland was the worst for that. Like I remember during the summer of 2020 when, you know, you, you couldn't get a fucking man in a telephone box to protest in Scotland. They were proper mm. cuckville. And then something happened with Celtic Football Club. I can't remember what it was. I think maybe the Celtic Football Club signed up for the European League or something and, like, would have meant leaving the Scottish League. And obviously the fans don't want any of that. There were fucking riots. Riots on the streets and people, like, coming out with their flares and kicking off. Really? And you're like... It's Mate, the, the, you, you're pissed off about football, but you've had your life destroyed, everything destroyed, your country ruined, your freedoms taken away, your children's mental health rinsed, yep. and you just sat watching Bargain Hunt when that was happening. And that's how we got to this point. That's how we got to this point. And, and that has to change, and that has to be on an individual level. Of If you really want to see you change in the world, that has to change. That mentality has to change. Then it, it ends in a day. But until that does... And that's an, it's responsibility, coming out, taking responsibility for actually what's happening. And people don't want to do it. I spoke to someone last oh. night and we were talking about when the lockdowns happened, it was an opportunity for people to crawl back in the womb. Like, oh, yeah, let me go and hide. Let me go and hide in the womb and watch Netflix. Not just Netflix, just let me hide in the womb. And then and when I come out, I want to drag everybody else back in. And I want to put my mask on. Most people wore a mask because it was, a, a, it was a, an opportunity on a very, very deep, deep level, I believe, for them to hide their shame. Hide their shame. Don't target me. Let me duck. It's a flight. It's a flight response. Yeah. It was a, yeah. to trauma. It was a run in the house, lock the door. Let me come out on a Thursday to clap the, the NHS. Look how good and brave I am. I'm going to go back in again. And it was, it was H- that. Homer Simpson going back into the bush. <laughs> yeah, that's basically like what I was. Yeah, back up the vagina, back into the womb. That's where people went, and that's where people want to go. And that's why this stuff is able to roll out because people don't want to step up. They don't want to stand for, stand, no. because they're te- terrified. And I get it, but there's no excuse when you get to a certain age, especially when you've got children. You, you know, they you need to be there to be, stand in front of them, between them and these people yeah. doing that. There's no excuse for it at all. But there you no. go. I got the deep. mask. The mask. The mask stuff. The mask stuff was like that though. Like, you know, I, I would look at people in the local shop, for instance, and. You know, you'd look at, don't get me wrong, like older people 
that you know okay maybe you are frightened and you're wearing yeah, it because you're yeah. frightened there's that none element. of the young, none of the young people are bothered about it they were wearing it some to virtue signal some to hide their shame as you say but sometimes it was just like kind of because i don't want to be to disappoint people or to be judged and it's like but who are you being judged by and you will you be give, judged you that's you, life you don't give you don't give a fuck about these people yeah. you don't give a shit because that was my attitude i'm not wearing one of these things i'll go in if someone thinks i'm an arsehole i'll look at them and go who the fuck are you again i don't give a shit about what you think of me i know yeah. who i am yeah. and i have a small amount of people that i love and that i care about what they think is a minimal apart from that it's my fucking life sunshine yeah you know yeah. if you, you don't like if you don't like it where for yeah or just don't right. come near me it's not exactly. a problem it was absurd um, it's absurd and they're trying to bring all that back um aren't they really but it's just it, they do they just want to hide behind things and hide behind anything that they give them and that's just we just got to be brave people have got to be brave and and these kids are going to be so dismantled from what we've just even spoke about um exactly and no gotten... matter what you believe rich whether you you believe in religion uh, heaven hell whether you believe in reincarnation whether you believe we're worm food whatever it is you're only rich will it once mm. as simple as that and so what's the fucking point in being a cuck like you've got you've got this incredible opportunity to experience life and be you you're the only one of you on the fucking planet why would you then just go oh, i want to be like everyone else what why it's like it's like you have this amazing ability it's like being a football player and coming out onto the football pitch and going i have this ability to score 20 goals a season and going i don't want to I don't want to. I want to be a right back. I don't want people to look at me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I just want to be a right back that's just very efficient, sort of six out of ten every game, and just gets mm. on with it. Mate, you've got the ability to to be wondrous. Just go and do it for fuck's sake. Because what a waste. Yeah. What a waste. Uh, anyway, kids won't even get that far because they'll be so bloody fucking confused of what that even means. Exactly. But talking of masks, did you see that video of Biden? No. I've got. Video. <laughs> Always I've makes got you video. smile when you say Biden. I've got the video of it. It's extraordinary. So it's on my Twitter if you want to put it on this mm. sort of thing. But he, so he, he, he steps out of Air Force One, right, with his big black mask on and his aviators. He loves that look. Wow. It? It's like, like, in, like, like a fucking, half a like, pun, in, Punjab. What do you call it? Well, he, wants to, look, he, wants, to, he wants to look like he's Iceman or, or Top Gun. In Top Gun, doesn't he? Iceman or... Was Val Kilmer's? Or, is, or was he Iceman? You mean Bat Val Kilmer was Batman, wasn't he? No, Val Kilmer was Iceman in Top Gun, and oh, uh, Tom Cruise was Maverick, wasn't he? and then Goose was his mate that died. But yeah, he kind of wants to look like that. Like the mask is, you know, the oxygen thing in a fighter jet, and he's got the aviators on because like, I'm fucking brave. My name's Joe Biden. I'm, I think I think my name's Joe Biden. So he steps out of the plane, right? He's got that on, right? So he's open air, sky and everything, and he walks down, and he gets to the bottom of the stairs, right? And he takes his mask off and shakes hands and meets the delegate that's meeting him. I th what? What was the point? What was the point in that? It's supposed to be the other way around, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah, he was just before that, he got to the door, before the doors opened, he was trying to take his trousers and pants off. Other way around, Joe, they go on. When we leave the house, Joe, the clothes go on. Okay, I've got it. Clothes go on, do you believe? let's do this again. Gets to the front door, pants off again. No, Joe, the other way around. When he's outside, he's putting all his clothes on in the garden. <laughs> Come on. He's got it, everything on around the poor man. It's, it's mad, though, isn't it, if you're following <coughs> the science? You're following the science. Joe, it's the other way around, mate. You don't need to wear the mask when you're outdoors and no one's near you. But when you're near someone, that's where, then when you put it on, Joe. What? Well, the science follows me. 
No, Joe. How am I, how am I meant to sniff him? Well, that's your problem, Joe. <laughs> yeah. You can't have to sniff figure through out. your ears, idiot. Yeah. yeah. Maybe put your finger in his belly button and just pop that up the mask and have a whiff. I don't know, Joe. That's for you to figure out. You're the president, aren't you? Yeah, you can handle these things. We've got more important things to, to go on. Some countries to destroy. Now get that mask on. Is and your pants? It, it yeah. I didn't see that one, but I I do, I I have mixed feelings with the Joe Biden stuff because there's on one one point it's really funny, and on the other sad other point it's really sad, and it's difficult to kind of you feel bad for laughing. I do. Yeah, because yeah, they've they've wheeled out. It's like a Victorian freak show, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, you're paying your money to go and laugh at someone that has cognitive issues. Yeah, I get that. I'm I'm the same. Sometimes I kind of, sometimes I laugh because it's just like, what the fuck is going on? But then other times I do do that whole kind of. Yeah, it's it's only funny because the absurdity of him being president. It, it's oh the yeah, fact if he was he's in been... an old people's home, you wouldn't yeah, be laughing. Of course, you wouldn't be sad. But the fact that you've put that man in what's supposed to be the one of the most powerful positions on the planet, which obviously we know it isn't, but let's go with the, the narrative. Um, that is the absurd nature of everything now and i do believe that's been done on purpose if you're going to follow someone who's cognitively corrupt and damaged as that then where's your self-worth going to be if if you're thinking that that person's above you he can't even get his pants on properly so where am i well, he, that's a really good point he i mean he in terms of destroying america which is obviously the plan and, and they're doing a fucking good job to be fair being ruled by like so you've got 300 and whatever million people being ruled by uh, a fucking geriatric. I mean, that is... That's a great word. I mean, that yeah, to be fair, you know, what, what's your self-esteem like, America? Oh, gone. Absolutely gone. And I don't think they even realise how bad it is. And, and the other option is a narcissistic um, blowhard, great word, um, Trump. So then you've got that element of uh, the, this guy coming in, acting like a complete tool, and then you're doing what he says. Or you've got... I mean, they're all so bad you wouldn't look up to these people at all no and that's that's part no of, of course not yeah that's part of it and we've got boris johnson here is complete buffoon although i think it's a character it's but an act if it's an even though it's an act and i agree with you it's an act you're still following that act that character and doing what that character tells you to do so your self-esteem's going to be like i'm going to do what idiots tell me to do am i that's whether that's cognitively at the top level or right down deep in your soul you're still doing what a complete muppet tells you to do and that is going to destroy you because you're going to start doing that in your daily life you're going to be going there's I, i'm accountable to muppets idiots exactly and i say to people all the time about boris johnson rich like that hair being messy is done on purpose that's made to look mm. messy mm. like every time he does an interview or, or a, a downing street briefing put a comb through it you put makeup on to stop the shine. All these things are things that you do. He purposely has his hair made to, to look messy. So you go, what are you gaining from me thinking you're an idiot? Yeah. What does that gain you? Because if you want to be a statesman, you don't want people to think you're an idiot. You want people to respect you. You want people to go, no, do you know what? This guy's the fucking Don. He's going to represent us. So why do you want me to think you're a moron? Yeah, I think that's why people, there's such backlash against Putin. As much as he is a, just as bad as everyone else, He's someone you would go, all right, he's in charge. And I don't, that character isn't beneficial to this World Economic Forum push, this Agenda 2030, because that character means business. Trump doesn't mean business. He's just uh, a, a joker. He's, a, he's an entertaining joker, whereas 
Putin, you feel like he would he would do what he said he was going to do. He's a bit dangerous, and that doesn't work for us here. We need a no. You know, it wouldn't work here. So we've got, and I think Boris Johnson's weight is part of it. I think he's told to keep his weight up a bit. He's told to have his shirt hanging out of his pants. That's all part of the character. He's playing a character. I wouldn't be surprised if, when he's no longer prime minister, he drops quite a bit of weight, spikes himself up a bit. Be interesting wouldn't surprise to see. me either. Yeah, interesting. Wouldn't to surprise see. me either. I, I saw. Um, obviously, this week was not evidence of it because George W. Bush was reading. Um, he was reading something oh, about. This is brilliant. Yeah, I know you guys. Yeah, where. He was talking about Russia invading um, Ukraine. He's obviously, you know, they've illegally invaded Iraq, which is great. It's just like a, that's just slipped out, is it? But I found the it same was with him. Brilliant, it really was. He was the same though, because when he was on the campaign trail to become president, right? I remember about two years before he became president, I used to play a Fender Jaguar, this this band I was in, and I had an anti-Bush sticker on it because he was obviously going to be the next president because obviously they're selected, not elected. Yeah. And obviously then, you know, people go, what's that all about? Bush isn't president. It's, it's Clinton. It's like, fucking trust me, mate. Mm. Well, or, or whatever. It's, you know, it's um, I'm talking about the junior uh, George Bush, yeah, not, sure. the, not the senior one. And and then obviously then he went on and became it. And um, I, I, I remember when he was in the campaign trial, he spoke well. And then he became president and he was a fucking idiot, mm. like a complete moron who was just make all these errors and make all these mistakes and just fucking like, what is he saying? And then when he stopped being president, I remember seeing him in interviews. It was like, oh, the guy can talk then. Like, it was strange. It was almost like just when you're in office, just play this character of this bumbling buffoon that just stumbles over everything. You know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on me. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think they're all characters. They're all playing characters, and they try different versions, different archetypes out, and that's what we got. We got, and it's interesting to see how they change when they when they they move on as well. But yeah, they odd. This is just such a strange world. The whole thing is a stage, and it's a game. Obviously, we all know that. Um, I've got bought uh, Bush's Freudian slip here actually. So George Bush, uh, George W. Bush is mocked for blasting Russia's holy. This is what he said: holy, unjustified, and brutal invasion of Iraq. <laughs> You couldn't, you couldn't have got. I was just. This is amazing. It couldn't have been any funnier. And it went. It was his face afterwards. He kind of went. Oh, oh fucking oh, hell! Fucking. Oh, you had one job. You had one job. Not even on the teleprompter. Prometer. Someone show. Someone throws throws a flip flop at him. Do you remember that? Unbelievable. Got out of the way quick though, didn't he? Do you remember? I tell you, he could. Yeah, he's got yeah. some hella reactions. Yeah, I thought it was. Right. Yeah, it wasn't right. like when Bill Gates got the pie in the face. He was like. Lean in, <laughs> lean in. That was blatantly set up, obviously, to give him a bit like, oh, we're all sorry for him. He got a pie in the face. Um, that was kind of like part of trying to humanise him a bit. Same with his divorce. He's it human. He's off. got a divorce. It didn't pay off, no. Yeah. No. He's got divorced because his wife doesn't want to be associated with someone that knocks around with a paedophile. Ah, uh, yeah, no, that's not going to make him appear that good, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> didn't work, did it? No. Yeah. No, and no one really likes her or him anymore. And uh, yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work at all. But you can see what their game is. Melinda was great in A Fish Called Wonder. That was Kevin Klein, wasn't it? I think it was. A Fish Called Wonder? Yeah, she was good, yeah. And that's how she became um, Bill Gates' wife. He thought, I'll have a bit of that. Um, That's a a documentary. (laughs) So we don't really need to say much more about um, Bush, but um, this one made me laugh. Um, Gene Hamsters. You ready? Go on. 
Yeah. This could be anything. This could be um, changing the genes or this could be someone um, fetishing and putting the hamster down their genes. I don't know where this is going. Didn't, was that Richard Gere? Or was that, that, was, that was up his ass, wasn't it? Really it was a ferret up his ass, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, blatantly never happened. Never happened, but it still made me laugh for years. Um, gene editing experiment on hamsters ended up turning them into aggressive mutants. <laughs> Where was this being done? Where was this being done? So, yeah, yeah. So let me read that again. A gene editing experiment on hamsters ended up turning them into aggressive mutants. <laughs> The hamster, hamsters have long been considered adorable bundles of fluff, which make for a pretty cute house, household pet. But scientists from Georgia State University, oh, not them again, might have accidentally caused them to that reputation following, so interrupted that reputation following an experiment in gene editing. Um, yeah, so they've gone and taken the most cutest thing. So using the controversial technology known as CRISPR, which we've heard about, researchers focused on the hormone... Vesaprin and receptors known as, I don't need to know that about, and opted to remove the latter from the animals. They removed a, a hormone. <laughs> I think they thought it was going to make them less aggressive, but it had the wrong, it had the opposite. Um, that, that gene is understood to regulate things such as pair bonding and cooperation in rodents, as well as dominance and aggression. It's meant to regulate dominance and aggression. Yeah, so, commenting on so that. So why did they think why did they think it wasn't going to make them aggressive by getting rid of it? I don't know. They're scientists. Trust, trust the science, Gareth. Oh, trust the science. When they do the opposite of what's logical, it's science. You know. How is it windy in here? Kenneth took the door off, thinking the wind will get out. What do you mean? He, he took the door off because it was windy in here, so he thought if he took the door off, the wind would get out of the room. Turns out, the wind comes in. Huh, well, you know, do you remember, science. Do you, remember when the, do you remember when the Scottish government took the tops and bottoms off of doors at schools to let COVID escape? <laughs> it fucking did, yeah. You do know, you, you, you could be letting it in, though. He's not oh. thought of that. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck me, we spent millions on this. <laughs> yeah. They won't notice. <laughs> they won't notice, and all those... Pedophiles just sticking their heads underneath those toilet doors. That's just a byproduct. We could charge for that. We might That's pay just off the a debt. Bonus that is. <laughs> yeah. So they took away took away the one gene that was actually regulating the thing that they didn't want to. And I mean, who would have known that it would stop regulating the uh, the the, um, the cooperation and the dominance aggression if you took that gene away? So we said they said we anticipated that if we eliminated the visopressin activity. We could do, reduce both aggression and social communication. Wait a minute. Reduce both aggression, so we could lower their aggression, but we would also reduce their social communication. So what do you mean? What do you mean? So, so what are you trying to do? Through when they've got a problem with each other. Can't even chat about it now. Just, I'm not even angry at you. Just, I don't care. I just, I'm not angry and I don't want to talk about it. You feel angry. It feels like passive aggressive. I just think you're, I just... I just think you should just lay down with us. Come on, lay next to me. Lay next to me. <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous. So, <laughs> so obviously, if you transfer that to humans, what does that make humans? Less aggressive and able to communicate why they're feeling deep down levels of hurt and pain. So basically, yeah. they've, they've gone, oh, and then they've gone, fuck me, it makes them aggressive. You should have tried this on How humans to make a first. psycho for dummies. 
<laughs> we should have tried this on humans first. I like had an idea. mRNA of... technology. Imagine pretending though that, that that you're surprised by that, that by by doing that, that there's some cause and effect here, like all these fucking hand grenades keep going off. Really? What did you do? Well, I don't know. I understand. I did, like David took all the pins out, and the next one we fucking know, everything's gone up. I can't mean, believe it. And then there's bits of David in the fucking skylight. Did you not expect that to happen? I just... No, I didn't. <laughs> But it actually says it. The quote is, we anticipated that if we eliminated the very pressing activity, we could reduce both aggression and social communication. But the opposite happened. <laughs> that was the quote. That was the quote from Professor H. Elliot. <laughs> that was the quote. Uh, but I could Mr. have told Elliot. you that was going to happen, and I'm not a scientist. Neither is he, by the looks of it. Um, so that was a good one. The academics found the Syrian hamsters with eliminated... That, that gene receptor showed much higher levels of social communication behaviour compared to their peers who had their receptors intact. The former group would also exhibit high levels of aggression towards other same-sex individuals. There's some weird social engineering stuff going on here. If that doesn't sound like the next budget horror movie, we don't know what does. According to Professor Alberts, the results suggested a startling conclusion. <laughs> These are the people that get given grants. They're just mad professors. Gonna press that button. That one. Oh, <laughs> maybe it should have been that one. Oh, it's basically Nagasaki gone. <laughs> yeah, just blame Joe. Just blame Joe. Lunatics. There you go. Do What's you know what, next? Uh, right. Let's do a test. So there's a council um, in England that says children as young as three months old are already racially biased. Right. What council do you think that is? Do you think it's a conservative council, a uh, liberal democrat, or a labour council? They're the big three parties, aren't they? Yeah. Which one do you think it is? Let me just go labour. How do you get it? I don't know. I'm a scientist, yeah. I think. Yeah, so um, so a racially biased toddler. So let me read this story. Labour-run Islington Council. Fucking hell. So it's, it's London and labour. Say children as young as three months old can be racially biased despite being unable to talk and unlikely to have ever socialised with any other children. <laughs> what um, would you say there on Peppa Pig? And is this thing, um, well, they should fat shaming. They'll know oh, about that if they watch Peppa Pig. Yeah. Poor, I feel sorry for the dad. He gets a battering. Yeah. An Islington, Islington Council poster announced that babies as young as three months old can be racially biased. The Labour Council's under-fives department shared the graphic with diagrams of children from babies up to six, titled... Right, well, it's the under-fives department, so why are babies up to six involved? Uh, children are never too young to talk about race. They are don't if they can't talk, talk. Don't need to talk about race, mate. The poster said that at three months, babies look more at faces and match the race of their caregivers. And? But they don't and, match it because they're thinking about race. They're matching it because that's my mum. And that's how she looks. Exactly. They don't look and go, oh, they probably sell drugs. <laughs> really? And they I'm don't well give up a fuck. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. It added that children as young as two years old use race to reason about people's behaviours. So, so, so a two-year-old goes, well, uh, of course... Uh, Consuela stole mum's jewellery. Yeah. She's Hispanic. As if that's fucking happened. Looking Consuela. I mean, I don't even know how I managed to pronounce that name, Consuela, but look, mum, Consuela bag. Basically, yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? It's just pathetic. This whole thing is just a joke. Uh, so here's the, gr the, the graphic. It's on there. Children are never too young to talk about race. Uh, fit three months. 
Oh, at three months, it looks like fit because it's handwritten. It looks like Comic Sans, to be fair. At three months, babies look more at faces and match the race of their caregivers. Um, children as young as two years old um, use race to determine the people's behavior. Um, at, by 30 months, most children use race to choose playmates. No, they don't. No, they, they definitely don't. Nope. No, they don't. Nope. So that's bullshit. Expressions of racial prejudice, uh, um, prejudice, sorry, often peak at ages four and five. <laughs> so they go down after that. We become less racist. Oh after yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Cole, you could just see me at five years old. I would not hang around with anyone who's African American. Wouldn't have it. Wouldn't have it. I mean, I was pretty ignorant at those days. I was still shitting myself, but I wouldn't by have the time it. I, I was, by the time I was, I was five, mate. I just went around in a fucking white hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gareth's come as a ghost again. I ain't a fucking ghost, mate. But no. you will be if you don't keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Couldn't sway that. Uh, show you know us your mum's purse. It's just such bullshit. By five, white children. Here we go. Right. So we're only talking about one race. That's uh, That sounds racist, that. By five, white children are strongly biased in favour of whiteness and have learned to associate some groups with higher status than others. No, they haven't. Um, they haven't. Um, so this bit has got some writing over it, which is annoying me. So this is the last one. Um, explicit conversations with five um, to seven-year-olds about interracial friendships can dramatically improve their racial attitude. What's an explicit conversation with a five to seven-year-old? I don't know, swearing? <laughs> don't be fucking racist. All right. It's an explicit conversation. But there you go. You know, that's just... <coughs> well, that's just lying. It's just the that's money spent lying. on that, Gaz. The money spent on that. It's the same when we're going back to the guy that drew, or the woman who drew um, the pictures of the, the, the sex book for kids. Someone's spent time doing that. That's a mental health issue. You're allowing sociopaths, psychopaths, and just fucking morons in positions of um, authority and in positions of, of respectability. That person shouldn't have a job. No, they shouldn't. And do you know what makes it worse, Richard, is whose money have um, Labour Council spent yeah. to tell everyone they're racist? Ours. Of course they did. Yeah. Our money. Yeah, all of that extra gas and electric money, where do you think that's going? Spent on that shit. Spent on that shit. So Honestly, honestly, if anyone at school, you know, <coughs> ever told my kids anything like that, that, you know, you're... Um, naturally racist because of your your privilege or sort of stuff honestly fucking yeah, hell that'd be the end of it no no chance mate no and i'd make a big deal of it as well and that's what's got to start to happen you got to put, and you've got to call these teachers out individually don't go to the school boards don't go to you know don't do the school do the individual because individuals will learn not to do it it's only when it becomes responsible for them individually where they've stopped behaving this way this is behavior you've got a fucking scientist that's messing around with hamsters you've got this person doing this nonsense with kids and abusing them and you've got an, a guy writing a, I, a I guarantee writing the a... people writing this shit won't have kids well, i hope not i hope not that's the sort they of thing have, you... they yeah. won't have kids yeah well you'd they like won't to... know what kids are no, they're all <laughs> racist. Tiny little racists running around. Do you ever want kids, Karen? Well, they're just oh, no, tiny no, racists never. running around my house. I don't want a bunch of tiny racists running around my house. Why would I? Why would I want that? Um, yeah, that's amazing. 
that's a good one. HSBC suspends banker over nut job climate comment climate comments says report. He basically said that that the people coming out of this climate change nonsense were nut jobs and, and HSBC. Basically suspended him. HSBC has reportedly suspended a senior executive who accused central bankers and other officials of exaggerating the financial risks of climate change. Last week, Stuart Kirk, a leader in the bank's responsible investigation team, responsible investigation. <laughs> I'd like to join the irresponsible investigation team, to be honest. I just don't really want to do Same. it. Same. Can't be I'm asked. A big, a big, big fan of the irresponsible investigation we, team. We don't do anything. What we do is we put a load of shit out there and see what sticks. And then very rarely do we get it right. This is our job. So um, he said, there's always some nut job telling me about the end of the world. <laughs> he got suspended for that. It's but he's just, right. He, he's right, though. Of course he is. There is. There is. That's what a cult is. That's exactly what an end times cult is. So I think they, yeah. And um, he declined to comment on it. Um, but yeah, the firm, it, it, you can't. So this is where we're at. You can't even say truths of that's that's not even arguable. It's always some nut job telling you the end of the world. Oh, absolutely! Whatever. You can't you can't say truths. You can't you can't say things that are just industry standard fact. Women don't have penises. You bigot. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't say that. Well, I have because it's true. It, it, it's just it, it, everything is. It's not even inverted, guys. It's it's clinically sick, chronically sick. That's what it is. Did you see the this libtard TikTok thing? There was a guy on there who got a job as a um, as a teacher, and he's a man who looks like the guy from the Office who was grumpy all the time, the British one. And in Tim America, Canterbury. Yeah, I can't remember his actual name in in it, but um, oh, more, uh, Martin Freeman. He's he plays no, Tim Canterbury. No, no, not him. The the big guy, the big chubby guy. Oh, Keith. 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 He Scott, looks like Scott Keith. Jack. Yeah, that's it, Keith. Yeah. And in the American one, oh. it was the the. The black guy, I can't remember his name either, but they had the same I'll character. I guarantee you, I guarantee you at least one orgasm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, him, him. Yeah. My friend of mine actually knew him really well. I think someone went on with them. Um, anyway, and uh, Did they have an orgasm. Pff, at least one, I would say. There's Scotch eggs everywhere. You know, when I got there, you'd hope so. You got to go, <laughs> if you've guaranteed it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Check your contract, dear. Um, but yeah, he he looked like him. And he became a school teacher, and he was really ecstatic about about how his, his kids had gendered him. So what had happened it was he'd turn up in a dress. Bear in mind, it's Keith from The Office, so it's not slim. For people who don't know Keith from The Office, he's a fat lad with a bald head and a goatee. Yeah, I'll put a picture up, but you'll, you'll get you'll get the, the the gist of Keith and The Office. And um and uh, yeah, he's got all makeup on. This guy, face mask on, obviously a dress, teaching the kids. And he pulled his mask down halfway through to cough, because that's the point. You take your mask down to cough. That's the point. Yep, Joe Biden-esque. <laughs> <laughs> we want to keep that in here. COVID. Um, and uh, yeah, and then one of the boys from the classroom said, oh, well, I get it now. He's a boy. And he was like, and they agendered me. Correct. And he was like, and yes, I am a boy. I don't understand. Now you've confused the shit out of the kids. They, they thought that you came in dressed as a woman, and the only reason they could tell you a boy, I have no idea how, because you look like a boy, even with a mask on, you look like a boy in a frock, that when you took the thing down, you had a massive beard. And he was, like, really proud of that the kids there were so fucking confused for, for ages. 
And then at the end of the lesson, he's pulled his mask out, coughed COVID on him, and then he's gone, little boy's gone, oh, I get it now. Oh, he's a boy. It's not like he wasn't listening to anything we were teaching him for the last 45 minutes, was he? he got, this is a science lesson. Oh, I get it. I spent the last 45 minutes staring at like thinking, what the fuck is that? It's a boy. It's a boy all along. It's a boy. It's a pretty polite school, though. Like, oh, I get it now. It's a boy. I tell you what, the school I went to, mate, it would have been, oh, I get it now. He's a big fat mental bastard. <laughs> maybe that's what he get said. Out. But the teacher just interpreted it as that or maybe just made it up all along. Because the previous video was his was... job interview. And that's even funnier. Go on. What he meant was boy. I don't know what he meant. Yeah, but I don't think he said boy. I think he called you at no. He meant boy. I could get to interpret the world how I want. Little dances for him. He um, he. So his job interview was the video before that. I'll have to send you these because these are great. And his job interview was, they didn't, didn't do an interview. They didn't even call me. They didn't ask me any questions. They just, they didn't even need to know my gender, my gender, and they and I got the job. So hang on a minute. So was it a lucky dip? Oh, you're vetting the teachers then? Yeah. So that's what the video was. You got a job as a school teacher without any interview process at all. And all you were happy about was, they didn't even ask me about my gender. Imagine them turning up for work then. Fucking, we should, we really should start this interview process again. Because... Did we, did we do a DRB check? No, no, I was just masturbating behind a fucking dumpster and the guy turned up and offered me a contract. That's how I get most of my jobs. Yeah. That's working brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. And people say there's no work. It's easy to come by, mate. Literally. Half the time. Yeah. Yeah, spunking behind a biffer. And it's, yeah, that's what happened. But that's not a good thing. I, I would want the, the teachers that teach my kids to be vetted. And I know DRB checks are kind of bullshit anyway, because all a DRB check is is finding out whether someone's been caught yet or not. That's all that is. Yeah, yeah, doesn't get tell that, you yeah. that. doesn't tell you that they're not dodgy. It just tells you they're not being caught yet. But at the same time, like, fucking hell. He called it when when he found out um, that the, the kid's gender like validated his gender. He called this is brilliant. He called it a happy gender euphoria moment. But but I'm confused, Rich, because if he's dressed up in a in a frock, surely he is assuming the gender of a female. So the fact that a lad's gone, oh, he's a boy, surely he's going, no, I'm not. But he's like, yeah, he called me a boy. Well, I don't why know. Dress on then. Do you want to hear it? Listen. Yeah, please do. called Mr. Micah a lot today well completely femme and that was really heartwarming that the kids just got it but my favorite reaction and it sums me up so well I feel like is that's a woman's voice in a new classroom and I took off my mask to blow my nose and I just hear a kid loudly whisper oh she's a boy and I was like yeah you got it kid you totally got it so hang on. Uh, so is that is that sh- they're a, a female to male trans? No, that's a that that. Oh, I don't know now, Gareth. They, now you've thrown be. that bomb in there. Again, no, then. I, so I asked the question. Oh, you're right. So here's here's the. The owner of the school I work at hates the way I look, and I love. Oh no, that's not the same the one. The Sorry, there was the one about how he got hired. Oh, that is, that is the one. How petty. The owner of the school I work at hates the way I look. And I love, love how petty it's going to make me. 
I got this job without an in-person interview. So they took no time to screen how I look or any ask any questions about piercings or tattoos. <laughs> you didn't even have an interview, Gareth. I think you're right. I think I've got my, my genders crossed. Have you seen up. the? Have you that might be a great... woman with a beard. I don't know watched... anymore what the rules are, Gareth. I, I apologise. Have you watched The Greatest Showman? Because she's in it. I'm surprised they used that title. To be fair, I'd have gone. Oh, we can't go with man, can we? Show off. The greatest show, show person. Greatest show. Greatest show person. Yeah, show but then horse? saying you're the greatest isn't really inclusive. So the 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 bog standard show person. <laughs> I'd have watched it. Good film that. It's a good film. That's the that's like the Hispanic version where they do a rip off. <laughs> in it, yeah, it's got Zaf Tefron in it. Go on, have you got any more? Have you got have you got any more? I've got one last one. So oh. Canada, um, obviously they have these euthanasia laws and stuff, and you know, it's, it's there's a grey area with euthanasia. Um, it, having a law where it's legal to kill someone is fucking slippery slope. You know, you can you can manipulate people mentally to to want to die. You know, family members want to cream off the old inheritance, all that sort of stuff. So there's 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 lots of it's a, it's not a black and white subject at all. But then at the same time, if you're dying and you're in fucking agony and you just want out, then again, is there a place for that? I think there probably is a place for that. So it's it's a difficult subject and it's it's not one that's simple to have. But in Canada, obviously, they passed these these euthanasia laws. Um, where they give a, a bunch of reasons why, obviously, that it should be allowed to to be legal, and part of them are ones that are, you know, end of life agony. They've got days left to live. Mm. They've said their goodbyes, and they're just in pain. And it's like, what's the point in allowing them to be in such discomfort for a few days? Right, I, right fine. But another one was for people that are too poor to live with dignity. <laughs> Process that. Imagine that. What's though? the threshold, like daily limit? Well, exactly. So you're walking down the street and someone's there going, oh, You've got any change, mate? And you go, That's not very dignified. <laughs> and just carry on walking. Did you just shoot him? It's well, legal. But in this legal. day and age, what you'd do is you'd hand them a tenner and shoot yourself. So, oh, I'm poor now. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'll exchange all my wealth to you and then blow my own face off. <laughs> Okay, mate, I just wanted a cup of tea or something, but all right. Yeah, just like something without piss in it. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> that's great. So that's, what do they, is there any kind of, like, structure to this of understanding who's poor and who's not? It's an easy way, though. If I want to kill myself, but I don't have the guts to do it myself, so I kind of want someone to, like, you know, do some youth, to euthanise me, it's like, right, how do I do that? Well, you can be it if you, well, I'm not. Go straight down to the casino. Put everything you got on red. Mm. I'll put it, I'll put it all on seven red. Right there you go. Put everything I've got. Sell the house. Sell the car. Everything on seven red. I'll lose all that, and then that'll be fine. I'll go in, and they'll euthanise me because I'm too poor to live with dignity. And it's seven red. Oh fuck you! Now I'm fucking hell. <laughs> and now I've got to live twice. It's like Brewster's Millions. I'm fucking <clears throat> loaded now. Can't oh, give it what, away. That's all right though, because the owner of the casino has gone to get the doorman. Oh fuck it! He'll just kill me and bury me in the desert. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I win. E I win either way. I was confused when I first heard the word euthanasia, and I was like, "Why are you killing all those kids? They've got no money at all." Exactly. He's gone out to Thailand, taking a load of them out. Why are you going going on about the euthanasia? I didn't understand it for ages, and I just thought that's really 
cruel. Got I've, no got a pro- I've got a problem with the euthanasia. <laughs> I thought, Sounds yeah. racist. It's the same when they started sending AIDS to Africa. I said, they've already got AIDS. Why are you sending that there? I just Sometimes I don't understand the world. Just send food, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I remember thinking that when you had all those celebrities going, every time I do that, someone dies and an African child dies. I'm looking at Justin Timberlake thinking, stop fucking clicking. Stop him clicking. Put his hands behind his back. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh, I forgot about that. I remember that really making one. me laugh. And then you've got uh, everyone in the church and like, fucking hell, stop that. Stop that thing. I tell you, those gospel churches, it's like fucking genocide. Yeah, that is, yeah. Amazing. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's show um, and you have a nice Wataffin fortnight. That was hard to say. It wasn't as smooth as I thought it was going to be. Have a great one.